Hello and welcome back to Daily Encouragement brought to you by Island Church. I can't believe we're already at the end uh, of our Christmas sermon series, The Spirit of Christmas. Um, but we're going to talk today uh, and, and try to get quite a bit in. We're going to talk about uh, Joseph uh, for just a few moments. So if you'll remember, we're talking about the different prophetic words that were spoken at the time when Jesus uh, was going to be born or, or right after he was born, um, things that were either spoken to uh, some of the different people that are involved here uh, or through uh, some of the different people that, that were involved here. Uh, we, we visited Elizabeth, we visited Zechariah, uh, we talked about Mary uh, just yesterday. Today we're gonna talk about Joseph. Um, so, so this is Joseph, Joseph who, uh, who would, uh, as, as an earthly father figure, uh, be instrumental in raising Jesus. Um, Joseph, uh, we're gonna pick up uh, talking about him in Matthew chapter one. And, and verse 19. Um, but first I want us to um, uh, revisit what started out as our lesson text in John chapter 16 verse 13. So we'll go uh, straight over to Matthew after this. Um, but in uh, John chapter 16 and verse 13, um, here Jesus is saying, Howbeit when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you. So remember that, uh, let's, let's underline that, uh, he will guide you into all truth. Uh, and then we'll read on. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. So we use that to introduce us uh, to these prophetic words that, that uh, people who were filled with the Holy Ghost, like Zechariah's prophecy, he was filled with the Holy Ghost. We, we talked about uh, how uh, John the Baptist, you know, that prophecy about him, he would be filled with the Holy Ghost. Um, and even when, uh, when Mary came to the house of Zechariah, when she and Elizabeth got together, and as soon as Mary spoke, the Bible talks about how, how John the Baptist just danced and uh, dance like David danced, uh, was just getting his praise on uh, inside the womb uh, and all of the things that were going on there. We talked about happiness, um, but uh, you know that, that was what we were looking at, how, how he will show us things to come and how the, the spirit of Christmas uh, would be involved here. Um, so now let's go back over to Matthew chapter uh, one and verse 19. Uh, You've got underlined here, he will guide you. Let's take that and we're going to take it over to Matthew. Uh, Matthew chapter 1, verses 19, beginning and 20. Uh, then we'll go over to Matthew chapter 2. Lots of great reading material here. Uh, I'm sure it being the Christmas season, uh, you'll be reading this over and over again. And in Matthew uh, and in Luke, just a, a, that beautiful story about the birth uh, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, then Joseph, her husband, in verse 19, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded uh, to put her away privately. But while he thought, remember that one, there's another one to underline, um, when what you're wanting to do doesn't seem to line up with what God wants you to do, that's usually where you'll get one of those he thoughts or one of those she thoughts or one of those, well, I thought, you know, those are, those are things that get us in trouble. 
Let's make sure that, that we are doing, as the Bible would say, what thus saith the Lord God. Um, you know, there was a time when, when, you know, if we fast forwarded here and took a look at Jesus in his ministry, uh, when he would be, uh, be around teaching a group of people, and they would say, uh, Jesus, Jesus, your, your mother and, and your, your brothers are looking for you. And he would look out at that group He'd say, who is my mother? Who is my brethren? Those that do the will of my Father in heaven. So that tells us uh, who our family is and, and who that should be and how we should seek first the kingdom of God and then these other things can be added unto us. Uh, but while he thought on these things, um, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, thou son of David. Here's that, here's that phrase that we looked at before. Remember, uh, this can affect our faith and absolutely cripple it if we allow it to happen. Um, but here the angel addresses this immediately, um, appears to Joseph in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Um, let's fast forward now, Matthew chapter two, and we're going to start with verse 13. Um, and when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto Joseph in a dream saying, arise and take the young child and his mother to flee into Egypt and, uh, and be thou there until I bring thee word for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. So, you know, a lot of different things is going on here. I think you will see a theme if you take uh, those words that we underlined in John chapter 16, uh, telling us that the Holy Ghost will guide us. And now we're seeing exactly that, that Joseph's encounters, uh, what he's able to do and, and what is being revealed to him um, is the fact that he is being guided. He is being able to keep this child safe. Uh, he, is, he is able uh, supernaturally to be able to, to have insight and know the things that are, are doing. And, and that's something I'm going to really encourage you to do this Christmas season. If you are, are, are battling, and some of these things can be real in our lives, if you're, if you're battling sorrow, if you're battling depression, uh, if, you're, if you're battling fear of the things that are going on around us, um, you know, the, the things that are bothering you and the things that are, are, are attacking your heart and your spirit, um, you know, take authority over those things. Take the time to allow the, the Word of God to dwell within you. Take the time to, to pray in the Spirit. You know, uh, I, I would strongly encourage you, we are having corporate prayer here at the church now uh, several days a week. Um, come here and, and just speak as the, as the Spirit gives you utterance. Take the time to, to pray in the Spirit and to pray with others and, and encounter others who are, are seeking uh, to pray out God's will uh, in these uncertain times and join in with that. And I will tell you, uh, there, there are, are several nights here that you can just feel such a move of the Holy Ghost and such a, a just an indwelling. And, and there'll be nights when you'll just be overcome with joy and overcome with happiness. Um, there, there'll be nights when you just, uh, you just get filled up to the rim to overflowing and, and know that you can go out and face anything. 
that this world throws at you. We are living in the last days, and what an exciting time to live. How blessed are we to be able to live in the time, uh, what God would call the end of the age, and we are here in it right now, seeing it unfold in history. Uh, just like um, here, you know, we're talking about prophetic words and the things that were spoken of. Zechariah, before Jesus is born, he finds out that he's going to have a son and his son's going to be the forerunner. And here's going to come Jesus. Uh, he's getting this before it happens. He's getting supernatural insight. Uh, Mary is finding out that she is highly favored. Remember, highly favored means grace. She is getting Christmas grace. What is she getting for Christmas? She's getting grace for Christmas. Uh, she is highly favored. Um, you know, Joseph, he's getting supernatural guidance. And, and this, this word that we're looking at for Joseph is about guidance. He's being guided into truth. He is knowing the facts and getting this God's positioning system. This GPS is working great in his life. You know, GPS for me doesn't always work the way I want it to. Um, you know, I, I had to change my voice. My 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 uh, Siri and the voice that comes on my phone and gives me directions. Uh, I changed it to an Irish man. Uh, it, it used to be the the standard Siri female voice, but I couldn't take it because she she was nagging me too much because I wasn't following her directions. And I'll be honest with you, it felt a little condescending. Uh, so I had to I, I change it over. You know, now I've got Dave O'Siri, and he's telling me uh, where I need to do. He, he says things a little weird. You know, he doesn't say things like parking lot. He'll be like, go in and turn into the car park. Uh, so, so, you know, I, I got my GPS going just a little bit differently now. Um, but, but Joseph was getting all this supernaturally. And, you know, we talked about, uh, you know, with, with several of these, uh, these amazing words of prophecy. But have your mind open to that. Allow God's Spirit to just, just, just churn up something new and, and, and be able to go into this, this new year and be ready to take new ground. Be ready to take the Word of God and, and be able to just truly take it into all the world. And, and all the world needs to be right where you are. Make your job a ministry. Make, make uh, what you do a ministry. Make going to the grocery store a ministry. Hey, Make going to the post office a ministry. That's why I'm here. Um, but make whatever you do in, in, not for, in, all things give thanks. Pray without ceasing. Be, be a part of that. So let's go on. Matthew chapter uh, 2. We're dropping down to verse 19 now. But when Herod was dead, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and go into the land of Israel, for they are dead which sought the young child's life. And he arose and took the young child and his mother and came into the land of Israel. But when he heard uh, that Archelaus did reign in Judea in the room of his father Herod, he was afraid to go thither, notwithstanding being warned of God in a dream. He turned aside into the parts of Galilee, and he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it, that it might be, be fulfilled, which uh, was spoken by the prophets, he shall be called a Nazarene. So when, here's another thing, when the, when the Holy Spirit guides you, 
when you're in tune with the Holy Spirit and when you're listening to the Holy Spirit and, and, and you, you're, you're doing a, a checkup of yourself and, and making sure that you're praying in the Spirit and, and that you're uh, spending time in the Word of God and listening to what the Word of God says and seeking out uh, those rhema words where, where the Holy Spirit will just take these words off a page and apply them and, and supernaturally show you how to apply them to your life. Um, be ready for that. Be, be open for that. One of the Christmas stories I want to be able to share with you is Christmas of 2005. Um, you know, we, we got a call. Um, I'd been working for uh, the same person since 1997, I actually still work for them. Um, and he gave me a call Christmas of 2005. He had left the company that, that we had been with and was working for a hospital about three hours away. So he calls me up uh, right before uh, I was going to be going on Christmas vacation. And he says, hey, do you want to move uh, to Lexington, Kentucky? So Lexington is uh, about three hours, um, uh, probably northwest of, of where we are. It's in the central part of the state in Kentucky. And I had, uh, I had just lived and, you know, I was uh, 32 years old at the time. Um, had, had lived in that part of the state and in that area my entire life. Um, and th this was a big deal. And, uh, you know, this was, um, you know, something that I had to really give a lot of thought about. But I called up Priscilla. I I'll never forget. Uh, I went up to the, the back door and, and called her from a phone. I, um, and I said, hey, uh, my buddy just gave me a call and wants to know if I would be interested in a job uh, that's, that's three hours away from here. And is that something that, that you'd be interested in, in you know, in, in moving three, three hours away? And she's like, yes, let's do it. So she was ready just immediately to be able to do it. So, so we go up and, and go to that hospital and, and I remember walking in and I'll never forget, uh, they started the day off with prayer. And I was so amazed uh, because the hospital where I was working in, uh, you didn't have the opportunity to be able to live out your faith uh, in, in that manner. And when I went to a, a faith-based organization and found out that I could be in a place, just be completely open uh, about my faith in Jesus Christ, and, and that they even referred to what they did as a healing ministry, uh, I was like, Abs I knew I had made the right decision. Absolutely, sign me up. I want to be a part of that. Um, so, you know, it, but it's all about when the Holy Spirit starts to guide you. It's very important that you take the Word of God and make sure that what you're doing is lining up, that you're properly listening, um, and make sure you follow it. I mean, it, it's amazing the journey. Um, you know, and that journey led me to different cities and ultimately led me to right here today where I'm standing. And I could not be more thankful. I have been uh, so blessed uh, to be able to think about that. Um, and just so many, um, you know, wonderful stories and, and wonderful, miraculous things that God has done along the way and, and brought me to a place where uh, we couldn't imagine being at church anywhere else, especially in times like these. 
Uh, it's a, a wonderful place to be. So, so those of you that may be watching this that don't attend Island Church, or, or maybe you attended at one time and, and, and you're not there, or, or if you're looking for a church, uh, I want to personally invite you to be able to come here, to be able to, to hear uh, the, the Word of God in its purity and in its fullness. Uh, just such a, a wonderful, refreshing time and a wonderful, refreshing place to be able to be. Um, probably nowhere I could ever imagine where you can truly feel the spirit of Christmas and truly feel just the Holy Ghost every single time you walk through the door. Um, I hope you've enjoyed uh, as we've looked at this. You know, we've taken a look at Mary and Joseph. We've taken a look uh, at, at Zachariah and Elizabeth. Um, you know, and you know, we we wanted to uh, talk a little bit more. Um, but I'll leave you with this, and that is um, the the shepherds. Uh, you know, you you can't you can't uh, do the Christmas nativity without talking. Uh, about the shepherds. So let's look at uh, Luke chapter 2 and uh, verse 8, and I'll, I'll leave you with these wonderful words. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Here's that theme. Let's get this out of the way. Don't let your faith be affected by this. Fear not. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Joy. The Bible speaks about joy unspeakable. I remember when I received the, the baptismal measure of the Holy Ghost, uh, and, and I called up some friends to tell them about the things that were going on and, and, and what was happening. And, and I remember one of the things that I, that I talked to them about, about is I don't have words to describe it. I, I mean, joy unspeakable. When you get to the point where you are so overfilled with joy that you don't even have words to talk about it, that is that God kind of joy, joy unspeakable. Um, you know, one thing, you know, I, I've shared some, some different things with you, uh, you know, a, a, about joy. Joy is something that does not depend on circumstances. Uh, joy is something that, that is yours. Uh, it, it, it just isn't, it isn't about what's going on around you. It isn't about what's happening. It's about having joy in your heart. And, the, and right now we're talking about the joy of Christmas. I'll never forget, and I'll, I'll leave you with this story. Um, you know, Priscilla, we were sitting in church uh, back in 2016. Uh, she was uh, coming toward the end of uh, the treatment for a breast cancer diagnosis. I mean, and, and we had just, we, we had such a miraculous recovery in the middle of that. Um, I remember uh, at, at the end of those treatments, we, we went back to the, uh, to the doctor that, where we started that journey, uh, and, and she did a checkup to check on things. 
um, at, at that point. I mean, we had sought out people to to pray over her and lay hands on her and, and anoint her with oil um, and and uh, seek out God's miraculous healing. And, and when we went back, you know, I, I love that story. In all my 30 years of being a doctor, I've never seen a recovery and never seen a, a reaction like this. It, it, it's just gone. You know, just, you know, the, it's just the miracles uh, of the Christmas season. That was about when we found uh, you know, had received that news. Um, but, you know, even before we received that, we were sitting in church, and um, I, I remember the minister talking about being thankful during the Christmas season. And, you know, here I'm, I'm sitting with my wife, who uh, is completely slick-balled at this time from the, the chemotherapy uh, treatments, and her body is weak, and uh, you know, she, she's, she's been, you know, very ill uh, with, with what she's gone through. And, uh, and I remember her talking about, I'm just happy. I'm, I'm just, and he was talking about Christmas joy, and she said, I have Christmas joy. You know, she, she's like, is it, is it odd that all this stuff that we're going through, that I still just absolutely feel joy and and that is what uh, that's what Jesus brings to this season, you know. It, it's he brings peace, but not not peace the way we see it. You know, we think of of peace uh, as, as being just you know everything being quiet and everything um, you know not not being disturbed. But the peace that he had, uh, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Uh, his body was bruised and broken to be able to create peace between us and God. His blood was shed on the cross of Calvary to be able to bring peace to us. You know, and, and in these, these prophetic messages, you know, one of them that, that we think about is, is when uh, Jesus was presented at the temple and Mary finds out that, uh, you know, she, her, to her very core, she's going to be pierced. You know, because we know Mary was there. You know, she. You know, not only did she endure uh, all the danger and the hardship of being in the third trimester of pregnancy and trying to make a 90-mile journey on the back of a donkey um, that took that took days and days. Um, she endured the hardship of having to give birth in in what was most likely a a, a cave or, so, or some sort of a, a dwelling. But in that, in in that peace. In the quietness of that, she was able to hold salvation in her very hands. And right now, we can hold that very same thing in our hands today. We invite you to come and join us. We invite you to uh, enjoy the spirit of Christmas this Christmas season. Um, and I hope that you've enjoyed the, these messages as we've looked at the prophetic words that were shared with us around the, around the birth of Christ. Um, such a wonderful story and a wonderful message, and I encourage you to get in there to, to just truly read it. Come out, join us in corporate prayer, join us in our services. Um, you know, we, we would love to be able to see you and be able to fellowship. Um, but until we meet again, it has been my absolute pleasure to share with you the spirit of Christmas. God bless you and Merry Christmas. <music>